Her daughter's about to go off to college. She panics. So what does she do? She signs up to drive for Instacart in her red snazzy car, dropping off groceries at people's homes. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, friends. Let's talk about being friends. Are you on track with your goals but see a train wreck coming with someone you care about? What do you do? Carrie Schwab-Pomerantz knows all about it and has solutions. First, a quick welcome to everyone. If you are just joining us, you are new to the show, so glad you are here. We keep the show short because you're busy, but if you are commuting or have a little more time, we fully encourage the binge listen. Got a question? We are putting together some upcoming episodes to answer them. So DM us at BobbyRebel1 on Instagram, BobbyRebel on Twitter, or email us hello at financialgrownup.com. That is hello at financialgrownup.com. All right, let's get to Carrie Schwab Pomerantz. I feel like she is the friend we all need in our back pocket. Yes, she is the daughter of Charles Schwab, and she grew up watching her dad build the business through ups and downs. But she is also, as you will hear, a fantastic role model and financial expert in her own right. And her story is one that we'll all be able to relate to. Here is Carrie Schwab Pomerantz. Hey, Carrie Schwab Pomerantz, you're a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Bobby. So glad to be here. I am so honored to have you because you are so accomplished in your own right, even though you get talked about a lot as the daughter of Charles Schwab. We're not going to talk about him. We're only going to talk about you. You are president (laughs) of the Charles Schwab Foundation. And this is what really we bonded over is that we are both certified financial planners. So you know your stuff. You've got a lot of other letters after your name, but that's the one that is most special to me. I so. think so too. We worked hard, didn't we, Bobby? We, we did. That is one hard test. So yes. big pats yes. on the back to us and kudos to all the CFPs out there who are doing a lot to support people's financial goals and to act as fiduciaries, which is a really important thing as well. Yeah. And you know, Bobby, just as long as you bring it up, here we are two women and we need so many more women in our field. And I don't think people realize that this is not a field of math, you know, or STEM or whatever. It's about, it's about helping people achieve financial security. And I think that we absolutely need more women in the industry to help more people achieve that. Absolutely. And it's also important to be helping our friends, but that's not always an easy thing to do, which brings us to the money story that you're going to share. This is one of the most compelling stories that I have heard yet because it really goes to the heart of what challenges us when it comes to money, and that is the human side. Tell us your money story, Carrie. Well, this one's you know a hard one to share. I have one of my oldest childhood friends who I love. You know, she's like a sister to me. She's always struggled with money, always worked, and so forth. So I really respect her financial independence, but she didn't always make good decisions. You know, she's not always prioritizing how to spend her earnings. She's a lawyer, by the way. And the one story that just confused me a little bit is, 
she has a daughter that went on to college and she was she had been saving for her daughter's college education but i guess she didn't quite have enough money and she panicked my girlfriend had been driving a tesla much to my chagrin for those that don't know what do teslas go for about i are they over $100,000? I think they're about $90,000. Yeah, imagine. Definitely, you know, not in my budget. And so so she's driving this $90,000. Her daughter's about to go off to college. She panics. So what does she do? She signs up to drive for Instacart in her red snazzy car, dropping off groceries at people's homes. And I had to think to myself, what's, what's with this, you know, Tesla and driving for Instacart, you know, where are our priorities? What do you do as a friend when you see a friend making what in your mind are irrational money decisions? You know, that's a hard conversation to have, I have to tell you. And she has had this tendency, I'll tell you another little story about her. She would buy tickets, like the Rolling Stones would come to town, buy, you know, expensive tickets in hopes that she could sell them for a profit. And guess what? She can't sell them, so she comes to me and my sister and hopes we'll buy them. Oh, my and, goodness. And yeah. So I just finally, I've had to have some words and some, you know, tough love conversations with her. But, you know, on the Tesla one, the most recent one, she kind of knows how I feel. I just have to smile and grin and bear it. <laughs> you know, why didn't you just get a Prius? Because she wanted to go across the bridge. I guess you can go through the fast lane and so forth. But I would not say there's an easy conversation. I would say I have little conversations along the way about the importance of, you know, having your priorities straight and really making number one priority, saving and investing for your retirement. I'm curious, do people come to you, your friends informally for advice all the time, kind of like the doctor that goes to parties and everyone says, oh, I've got this little bark here. Can you tell me what it is? Do you get that a lot? I get it a lot. And to be honest with you, I so appreciate it. A girlfriend of mine, her daughter, just got her first job at an investment bank. And I asked right away, especially for young women, I say, have you started saving in your 401k? And she said no. And um, she goes, I just don't know what to do. You know, She's in New York and I'm in San Francisco. And I said, email me your options at your 401k. So I took a look at them. I even consulted with one of our financial consultants who looks at this stuff every day. And we both agreed that she should be invested in a broad-based index fund that was offered within her plan. To me, it's all about participating in the market, especially for young people. And, you know, when you're talking about retirement, you're talking about, you know, up to 40 years, potentially. Yes, we live a long time now. We live a long time and even more than 40 years. So it's so important to invest in a diversified portfolio of stocks, like a mutual fund or an index fund. It's about participating in the market. It's not about picking the hot stock or the hot mutual fund. Totally agree. So what is your advice, your takeaway in terms of being a financial friend, which you've admitted you've had mixed success at? What is your advice to our listeners when they do see friends doing things that they know are not in their best financial interest? Steer your friends toward professional help. And I would also say there's no shame in getting help. I tell people all the time that even I have a registered investment advisor and even the professionals get help because, you know, it takes the emotion out of it. It makes you accountable, right? Because, you know, you're showing up, you're meeting with your representative and you learn and you get better results. Give them somebody you totally trust and then you can take it out and not sort of separate yourself from the situation. 
So Carrie, for your everyday money tip, it is almost holiday season, time to be thinking, hopefully we think about it all year round, but time to be thinking maybe a little more focused on giving to charity. And there is a way to do this where you often get more bang for your buck, as does the charity. Tell us more. The secret is a donor advised fund. Most financial institutions have them. You know, Schwab has one. I'm chair of the board. And basically, you can open one up for as little as $5,000. The way to make it tax smart is donate appreciated stock. That way, you're not paying taxes and you have more money going to the charity. And then whatever amount it is, let's just say $10,000, you get to deduct that from your taxes for that particular year. Then you can take your time on what charities you want to choose from. Basically, there's a search button. We probably have almost all of the nonprofits in the system. You point and click, put how much money you want, press send, and we do all the legwork to get that check out to charity. And what we find is, is that 90% of our users say they give more to charity because of the donor advised fund. Wonderful. Tell us more about how people can learn more about you, your work at Schwab. I love your personal Twitter feed is awesome. You really have great, inspiring oh, uh, messages on there. Where can people find out more? Well, you can follow me at Carrie Schwab. And you can also follow me on Carrie Schwab Pomerantz on Facebook. And I have a lot of my content, my Ask Carrie columns, personal finance columns. Or if you want an educational site, I highly recommend schwabmoneywise.com. It does have my Ask Carrie columns, but it has lots of tools and calculators and information about every aspect about personal finance. And it's for all levels of knowledge around finance. Yes, I have been on the site many times. It is very well done. Highly recommend and highly recommend listening to you more. Thank you so much, Carrie. This has been wonderful. Oh, it's so much fun working with you, Bobby. Hey, everyone. Love how much you can tell that despite her frustration, Carrie really cares about her friends. Let's get to my tips. Financial grown-up tip number one. Carrie held back from saying what I would have said to her friend, which is, sell the car already. I know the cars depreciate in value and so it's hard because you kind of feel like you're losing money, but really, if she needed the cash, why not just downgrade to that less expensive electric car right now? And while her friend was at it, maybe there are other things that she could sell that she truly isn't using to pay for her daughter's tuition rather than be delivering groceries in fancy red sports cars. Financial grown-up tip number two, adding to Carrie's advice to bring in a third party for financial advice, very often the best way to help a friend is often to only be a friend. Bring in professionals to help with maybe not only the financial stuff, but also when it comes to relationship issues or other major life crises. Not that you can't listen and be supportive, of course you should, as a friend, but pushing them to make a decision that is obvious to you, and usually the world, could also backfire on your friendship and have long-term ramifications. Because the truth is, as much as I think Carrie should have been even more blunt with her friend and told her to sell that Tesla already, every time the friend missed her Tesla, she could potentially resent Carrie and it would take a big toll on her friendship. So it's really a delicate thing. I think Carrie had great advice. Thanks to all of you for supporting the show. One way to do that is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes, or wherever you listen to Financial Grown Up. I read everyone and they are truly appreciated. Also appreciated, Carrie Schwab Pomerantz, 
whose great story of friendship and money really helped bring us all one step closer to being financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.